0: How's it going, Sha? <laughs>
1: um, it's going okay. I um <laughs> I <laughs> I uh, I well, I don't know. Did I do anything of note? Let's see over the past <laughs> week. Have I done anything? No.
2: No <laughs> I haven't. i've done
1: very yeah nothing i've done nothing um there's no wrong with this sir. uh i hope not because it's it's been weeks of it and to hear tell people are starting to do something now and i'm like how do you even begin <laughs> i don't know i don't even know how to begin like for me it means like going into a different drugstore or something you know what i mean like how how do I slowly get myself back out into the world? Well, I guess I'll try this Rite Aid, you know, like, I don't know how, <laughs> how exactly to get back out in the street. Um, so it's been, that's what I've been struggling with, I guess. So I've just been keeping it in the house and doing nothing.
0: I mean, I think that's healthy. You know what you <laughs> want, you know, you're doing it, you getting it. I, I think that's
1: allowed. I don't even know what I want. How do we aren't we all confused? Are we not all confused? I feel like we should all be confused right now. Like, are we not all going through a push and pull? I guess some people have been dying to go out. Right? Just like, yes, I have to. Yeah, uh, I can't wait to go out or whatever. But you know, I mean, I'm I'm excited, but I also have to remember that, I mean, outside wasn't necessarily my place to begin with. and You know, all the things that I've struggled (laughs) with before. I've talked about it on the show before. It's not, it's not anything new, but, um, you know, I, I feel like I should be doing something. Should I be taking a dance class? Well, I don't think we can do that yet, you know, uh, unless we do it outside and I'm not going to be dancing outside. What the that's you know, a flash
0: mob at that
1: point. Yeah, that's that's not fair to anyone else who's outside. Um, I've got a little bit of a relationship, although I don't know if it knows that we have a relationship. There's a dog that lives across the street. Okay. And uh, it lives on the top floor, and I guess it has its own bedroom. There's always one window that it's in, and... um. Uh, in the morning, it just kind of comes out and just talks. And, uh, you know, when my cat gets me up in the morning and I'm just kind of looking out the window and I'm just listening to what the dog has to say. Um, so there's that I'm going to miss that. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So that's it. I'm talking to my dog, the neighbor's dog across the street who I've not met in person. We're only talking through the window. I think it can see me. I think it's looking down and it can see me. Okay. Um, mostly I think what it's saying though, is I want to get out of here. (laughs) Please let me out of here.
0: I'm rooting for the dog. I'm glad you got a bond going
1: there. (laughs) Yeah. Oh boy. So anyway, that was a whole lot of nothing. And that's what's going through my brain right now, everybody. I'm so sorry you had to see that, but keep in mind, it's a bonus episode. Hey, you know, yeah, it's going to be a
0: mess. (laughs) I'm, I'm, uh, I'm currently, uh, dealing with, uh, my dad's, uh, like weird investigation. Like my dad, uh, my dad was driving home and he lives on my block. Right. So he got into an accident on my corner, Mm. like maybe like 600 feet away from his driveway. So that alone pissed him off. Right. But what happened, he, uh, he was coming down he was coming straight down the street he gets to the intersection and he gets t-boned by a dude on an electric scooter okay so what was your
1: dad in my dad was in a RAV4 okay
0: <laughs> right so my dad is completely fine but sure. you know a his his car has a huge dent yeah no yeah that's going to happen box. Yeah, like, the window rocked. Oh. You know, so when this happens, you know, like, I he calls me to come outside because it happened on my side of the block. Okay. He's pissed off. He's like, Dad, get out here. I don't feel like dealing with this shit. So I get outside, and, like, it looks scary because, like, my dad's in the car, like, cursing, and there's a dude bloody on the street. I'm like, oh, oh shit, this is bad." You know, so I walk over to the dude, and he ch- he's good. You know, he's mm-hmm. doing the... He's doing. He's playing it up, you know, because he 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 knows he's I'm a, I'm gonna catch his check, you know what <laughs> I mean? Because the car hit me, and like the thing is, a lot of people know my dad, and a lot of people know this dude. Uh huh. You know, so like there was like a lot of people out checking on both of them, but not knowing where to put their allegiance to. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, right like, right I right seeing people doing like this back and forth of like yo you good yo what happened and they trying to like piece together the story uh-huh and, like, they wouldn't like say anything overly enthusiastic and right. supportive to either side because they didn't want to show their hand yet
1: no so, that's like, smart that's very smart yeah
0: they're like yo that's wild b yo let me see what happened over here though you know and, 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 <laughs> right and, and people was having <laughs> convos with this dude laid out on the floor You know, so I'm coming out there and like, again, I even know the other dude. I am I had to just on principle be on my dad's side until I saw more proof. So I'm like, yo, you know, what's going on? He tells me the whole situation. But you know, hey, my dad just like on what I saw initially, it looked bad because my dad is good. Like he had like a little cut, but he chilling. The other dude laying out on the floor. So like, We, we, we waiting for the ambulance and all these people to show up and Mm -hmm. freaking, uh, the, the corner store is like, yo, we got it on tape, I think. So we had like 150 people like rounding up at this corner store, trying to see this footage, (laughs) you know, it was real shy. (laughs) Everybody like, yo, we got to see what happened, you know, to see whose side we going to be on.
1: Yeah, no, it's very important situation. now. Yeah.
0: You know, this is real. This is her politics right now. Yeah, like, absolutely.
1: This, side. I mean, this will make or break
0: the street. Yeah. yeah. So, like, everybody's, like, looking at the footage and, like, you know, the dude trying to figure it out. And he's struggling, right? Because this is, like, this dude that owned the corner store is, like, ironically about my dad age. He's, like, 60. Mm-hmm. And he got the security set up. And I asked him, like, yo, like, can you hit rewind and, you know, see all that? And he gives me the same answer that my dad gives everybody when they ask about technical stuff. He's like, oh, I got to wait for my son, you know? So <laughs> I know this kid, this guy has a son that does all his computer shit. So right. now he's blowing up the phone this dude. And this kid shows up. He's, like, 30 years old. And he's like, all right, hold on. He's getting to the he's getting to the footage. And in Eunice, everybody's, like, waiting. They're seeing... My dad's car come down the street and in unison, everybody, everybody goes, oh, because they all see the same thing happen. They see the the scooter hit Mm -hmm. my dad's car. So everybody instantly goes on my dad's side.
1: Yep. That's all they needed. They just need to see it.
0: They had the proof now. Everybody was good. And then everything started piling up against the dude. (laughs) Like,
1: <laughs> yeah, now they got, like, 10-year-old grievances against this guy.
0: And another thing. You know, he stole my juice. <laughs> yeah, like He was just wild. Like, it had nothing to do with the situation. Right. Like, I never liked that guy. I'm like, he's been here for, like, 15 years. You liked him yesterday. I still <laughs> like him today. I just think he shouldn't be driving scooters against traffic. You right. know, like, if he sat still, he'd still be fine. But, yeah, it was ridiculously his fault. Like, in a nutshell, uh, I live on a one-way street and my dad was coming down the one-way street, so an intersection of two one-way streets. Mm-hmm. My dad had the light, so he's driving down, and this dude on a scooter went against traffic into the intersection and hit my dad's car, what that was crossing coming from the other road. So he
1: was going the wrong way on the street he was on, exactly, and so didn't stop. And did not stop when full. Let me tell speed. you something these people on these scooters are reckless because they think they can't get hurt. I don't understand what that is. I don't know if it's the wind blowing your hair back or what, but I see that all the time. Scooters, uh, electric bikes, uh, actual bikes, you know, (laughs) rollerbladers. (laughs) They're just like, well, I know they made this little lane for us, but I mean, all we get is the lane. We don't have to pay attention to lights or nothing. Right. And as long as I'm in this lane, it doesn't matter. And it's like, no, there's still directional arrows on the lane. Like, Come on.
0: And this 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 street, like, I'm in East New York. They ain't get to me yet. Like, I don't even have those lanes. No, you don't have the lanes. Yeah, right. we don't got none of those things. So, like, when you do stuff like that, like, this is on you. Like, you are risking everything, right? you know, going out there like that. So, like, I, I, I was like, yo, this dude is wild. Like, he, and I was trying to, like, be, like, sympathetic. I was like, all right, mm-hmm. like, I guess, you know, my dad could have been going like fifteen miles an hour. Like I don't know. Like I don't know right. what you know if he was going that much slow. But in the video, I looked at it again when I first started. That the dude was going faster than my pops. I'm so I'm sure like, yo, I don't was. even know to give. I can't even give you that. I was like, yo, like you, you the reason he had no reaction time because you was going seven. You going like thirty five on a scooter <laughs> with no <laughs> helmet on <laughs> and no was, helmet. Oh, uh, this yeah. guy had a death he, wish. Well, Come on now. we ain't. Like, he did everything possible to get himself took. Like, he, he had no helmet, went against traffic, hit the car in the middle. Like, like you had right. time to stop. Like, he took out two doors on a RAV4.
1: Okay. And on
0: top of that, like, when you roll him over, mm-hmm. you see his... Uh, His company emblem. So, like, we know you got money. Like, everything you could have done wrong (laughs) to mess up your life. Like, he did it in this accident. Wow. And you crash on the block of, like, one of the most popular people in the neighborhood. Like, (laughs) so many people. Like, you're well-known, but, like, way more people know my dad. So, like, Uh
1: the
0: one advantage you would have normally had, you gave it away in this situation. So, yeah, like, now, like, he walk around, nobody want to talk to him. Like, oh. you know, like, he ordered oh, a wow. and he, he's at the store. And, like, they're like, yo, we'll get to it. Like.
1: <laughs> oh, I, <laughs> oh <laughs> say, man, y'all are brutal. Yo, because he
0: took out the, the block patron. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. My dad been here 30-something years, like, on his block and, like, 50 in the neighborhood. So, right. like, they, like, tight. They're like, yo, how you do that to homeboy? They're like, yo, you, you know, that, that dude been here faded. Leo ain't mess with nobody, man. How you mess with that dude? You hit that dude car in the middle with a car. He a, and they start thinking about they life. You imagine I get hit a block from my house. I don't know what I do. You know what I mean? like <laughs> <laughs> all them dudes are so tight for my pops. So uh yeah, I appreciate my neighborhood so much for that. But uh all has to say is that now uh I am now that that kid that has to do a whole bunch of tech work for my dad. He got me a you got me out here like piecing together uh accident mixtape. <laughs> Which is dope. We like, yo, put these videos on. I need to see it from all the angles. Can you see the red light? We going to take pictures of this. Oh uh, wow. Hopefully uh this dude uh learns his lesson and uh stops trying to be speed racer with that with that with that scooter you know
1: well i uh that is way more exciting than uh speaking with a dog uh telepathically uh, which <laughs> is what i've been doing no one's having any accidents on my street that i can see so <laughs> uh and i don't even know what the justice would be uh on my block i don't i don't know exactly the sense of camaraderie here which is wild because I've lived over here for like seven years
0: (laughs) and I know nothing we gotta get you that hook co-sign shot here uh
1: I don't know I mean I think people recognize me I've had this haircut for most of it and so I feel like they're like yeah yeah I've seen her that kind of thing but you know I don't know how how much anyone's willing to vouch for me (laughs) because <laughs> i don't see nothing i i'm just all i see is that dog across the street <laughs> he ain't gonna speak up for you Sha. yeah he's not he's really not
0: <laughs> oh man it's over oh, oh i gotta
1: start making friends i guess <laughs>
0: let's get into the news yeah yeah <laughs> a woman uh with the world's longest nails Cuts them after nearly 30 years. Just right, the Texan uh, who had the world's longest nails grown by a woman can finally open a door without fear after cutting them. Ayana Williams of Houston broke the Guinness World Record with the world's longest nails in 2017 when they measured 19 feet long. 19 feet. Before getting them cut over the weekend, she got one final measurement, 24 feet, 0.7 inches the manicure took three to four bottles of nail polish over the course of a few days. Wow. Major, major Jesus Christ.
1: Wow. Yeah. That's insane. (laughs) Okay. I'm not a, (laughs) I don't understand this at all. I'm not a nail person. I don't get anything on my nails. Really? I occasionally will paint them. I have so many bottles of nail polish. Okay. Um, Because I aspire to have nail polish on my nails, but I keep my nails relatively short um, enough to get underneath a a, a tab, you know, a a tab to open like a can of tuna or something. Right. So I can get under a pull tab and then that's that's about it. But um, (laughs) I, I never get any sort of embellishment. Um, I, my nails on their own after they get to a certain point, you know, if I'm like, huh, I wonder if this is too long. My nails will go, we'll tell you. And then they just break off. And I'm like, I guess it was. (laughs) Um, so the idea of having, let's say four inches of nail, the idea of having three to four inches of nail is insane to me. 24 feet. I don't know what you're do. What are you doing? Like, how are you working? That is
0: intense.
1: It says here, uh, until now, Williams was unable to do some activities, such as washing dishes and putting sheets on the bed. <laughs> 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 now, low key, that's kind of like a dope excuse to get out of shit. Yeah, but that's also like, bitch, just cut your nail. Like, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I hope that she lived with someone and she hasn't been just eating off of paper plates and sleeping on a mattress this whole time. Just a naked ass mattress because of these nails. And I hope that the nails made her money. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Word. I didn't even think of that. Like, how do you. What do you do for a living at that point? uh, Yeah, exactly. She's it says that she's only going to grow her nails about six inches Uh, according to Ripley's Believe It or Not, which will display her trimmed nails at their museum in Orlando, Florida. So I guess she sold them. I guess she sold the nails to Ripley's Believe It or Not. Um, And I mean, I don't know. When you win a a Guinness World Record, I know you get a certificate, but do you get any money?
0: I can't imagine because then... There's so many freaking records on that thing. Yeah, I feel like you get a certificate and then you could you could use that like
1: for branding. Right. So I guess maybe she. I mean, I guess if you have if you have the certificate that says they're the longest in the world, I guess you can make appearances at like state fairs. I don't know. What do you do with <laughs> those
2: nails? I don't
1: know what you do with them. It yeah, is there's a. Uh...
0: It is there's not so many business opportunities. I'm trying to think of like what 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 I what I could do with the nails.
1: I mean, you can't type, you can't I mean, what can you do? I don't know. That's wild. Apparently she got it cut at a dermatology office where they used a, an an electric tool to do it <laughs> cuz I guess you can't really go in there with just nail clippers. I mean, yeah, you're going to need one of those things that they use on petty paws or whatever they use on dogs to try and <laughs> Wow. And then also to be like, and I need to keep them painted. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> oh, man. The audacity uh, of people. Yo. I hope she had a bidet. You know what I mean? Like there are just so many things that you got to really get in there <laughs> with your hands. How do her feet look? Are her feet okay? <laughs> like can she trim her own toenails? Like how? You see, there are more questions. This really is just... Opened up a, a can of worms very carefully with the nails. Hey, I'm, I'm,
0: I I I can't even imagine committing to anything that long. I had a I had a I had a lack of haircut for like six months into this quarantine. Right, and that was the most stressful time of my life. Like I felt <laughs> like I was just changing as a person. Like, <laughs> and she stuck to nails until they got to twenty four feet. Like, I, I, I felt like I found who I was. Like, I didn't know I was, like, I know I'm Dominican. I didn't know I was this Dominican.
1: Oh, like, like haircut know? Dominican? Yeah, like,
0: I was like, oh, like, my hair does that. Like, I didn't know, you know. What did
1: it do? Does it get curly?
0: It, it it gets puffy, and then it curls. Like, it doesn't curl right off the jump. Okay. You know? um, I definitely think that, like, if I went, like, another month, I would improve as a dancer.
1: Oh, wow. You should have let that rock. Yeah. Because look, here's one thing that I have learned uh, since all of this happened is how many men are hiding their true hair from people. Yeah. So many dudes were unable to get haircuts and they were like, I guess I'll just grow it out. And I've never seen so many curly headed dudes in my fucking life. I'm just like, (laughs) all y'all have curly hair and not just like, frizzy i hadn't done anything with it i mean like like on the cover of a of a product curly hair perfect (laughs) ringlets perfect ringlets just bouncy boing boing curly hair and they're just like yeah i just you know i guess i just grew it out like um you know our friend patrick schroeder yeah and he's grown this patrick Schroeder's a comic um originally from philly he's very funny and he's always kept a uh, low cropped uh hair yeah right always and um he used to uh, occasionally go like a one all the way <laughs> on his head very low cropped hair so he let yeah. his hair grow cuz he had to his hair's so curly and beautiful. <laughs> and now he's like pushes it back with a headband. And I'm like, bruh, you've had us looking at you looking nuts with these short haircuts for years. And you've been hiding this dude the whole time. You complaining about girl not getting girls. And it's because you're not putting your best foot forward. <laughs> wild. The options wild, there this whole time. Yeah, so many so many dudes with curly hair and my roommate also had has curly hair, but I've already, I'd already seen what his look like. Like I knew what that was going to do, but I'm just going through Instagram. Like, wow, all of y'all, all of y'all with the <laughs> curly hair. That's wild. I'm like, there are so many products for you now. Why even cut it?
0: Yeah. I <laughs> mean, my thing is like, if I would have discovered this at like 12, I'm um, with mm-hmm. The thing is like, I can't find out at 37 that like I could have been another guy. Like I formulated a personality around who I look like and what I am. You know, like I know, like I didn't know I was supposed to dance as much bachata before. I didn't. You know, I just thought I didn't think that was me. You know,
1: and I it turns I was out like
0: Domino playing playing <laughs> on the softball team Dominican. I didn't know I was supposed to be in a band. You know, but I could have been. You know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yo, with a little leave-in conditioner,
0: you absolutely could have been. Real talk, I could have like took over the world, like on some like hood Menudo shit. But I didn't know, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I didn't know.
1: I? Wow. Now, well, I've learned. Well, it's it's nice to see you guys going through this journey, <laughs> this hair journey. Uh, man wants a
0: billion dollars from Fifty Cent claiming power ruined his life what that's right uh although fifth has crushed every lawsuit alleging he lifted the idea of power it seems as though the success of the franchise has made him a mark for characters who think they deserve a piece of the earnings of the series last week a guy named Corey holland senior filed the billion dollar lawsuit against 50 uh courtney camp stars and lionsgate insisting They ripped off his life to produce the wildly successful series. Holland maintains the storylines are not just similar. They are exact reproductions of his actual life. He says he put the story of his life on a CD in 2007 and distributed it as a cautionary tale to at-risk youth. Um,
1: Oh, wow. Okay.
0: Collins, uh, Corey uh, Holland's lawsuit says that everything from the artwork to the storylines, to my friendships, life is a, uh, life as a drug lord are all included on this show. Um, Holland alleges the success of power has had a harmful impact on his life. The man declares some of the storylines in power brought law enforcement to his home from uh for raids because they were apparently so comparable uh to what he had done. So yeah.
1: Is- Wait, so so the cops also heard his CD and didn't do anything, but then when they saw power, they were like, ah, we got to check up on this guy. <laughs> I think it's notable that the next sentence after where you stopped is Holland, who is representing himself. <laughs> 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 and then it doesn't even matter what's what's said after that second comma, because I think we we know.
0: I do, I do want to see the artwork though. I want to see like, <laughs> yo. I mean, I hear I I I feel like if some if if five O showed up to my crib, I would I would definitely press issues. If you feel like it's your life story, I'm with you. But mm-hmm. the reason I'm so adamant about seeing the artwork to see if it's really similar to the CD is because I don't know if like if y'all are listeners are fans of power. Um the artwork for power is just the word power. Right. Like it's just it's just it's not even like a cool font. Like nope. it's just text. Like there's nothing like crazy about it. I think they do like a little bit of like Grain out of the last word.
1: Yeah, like, I feel like there's maybe flame or something.
0: Yeah, like they don't do much. Like on on they they let the story tell the story. Like there's no like the artwork is just power. Like it's just the word. Like they ain't doing that Wow, I don't know. Of course they lifted it. It is the generic font when you type shit out. Like you ain't doing like you can't like you can't sue somebody for using Arial. You know, like I don't know what he's spazzing about right now, but uh. I would you know I, I want to see the artwork that he claims is so similar to Power. Um, also,
1: I'm willing to bet that the life of a drug lord uh is probably similar to the life of other drug lords, <laughs> be it real or imagined. I I'm, you, you know somebody what I mean? Too? I shot somebody. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> there there's not too much. I mean, it's it's the nature of the job. Yeah. You've got to do certain things and you can put your own stamp on it. However you can, but for the most part, you're doing basically the same the same thing. Yeah, the same three or four tasks, you know, and (laughs) there's not much room for which I I imagine is why many people try to get out of it after a while.
0: Um, (laughs) it's repetitive, you're
1: bored. It's very repetitive work. (laughs) So so you imagine yo,
0: yo, shot. Uh oh. Yo, you know, I wanna do, yo, we should do a show. Okay. I wanna write this pilot with you, Sha. Okay. I wanna write a pilot about uh a guy who a headhunter whose job it is to get work, legitimate work for a <laughs> drug dealer.
1: <laughs> That's hilarious. I'm writing that down right now. Nobody steal that. That's our idea. Patent pending. Copyright. You don't feel like today. I'm being
0: challenged anymore. You know? That's more. so
1: great. I will absolutely because that's the kind of shit I love, is just weird office stuff <laughs> for stuff that is not an office job. <laughs> Oh,
0: that's awesome! I'm so about that.
1: (laughs) 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 That's insane. (laughs) Oh man, yeah,
0: I I I gotta say, you you sold me on that idea. I think they're very similar uh, in terms of lifestyle. So yeah, he, uh, I'm sure he saw a lot of himself in
1: power, but so did everybody. Yeah, I mean, like I also recommend he not watch any mafia movies. You know what I mean? Don't don't turn on Goodfellas, my man. Don't don't Fact. do that. Or maybe not even watch many of the videos made by anyone in Murder Inc. Like it's <laughs> you know.
0: My oh, man saw so every issue of Feds. They like, they talking about me. <laughs>
2: yeah, you know? yeah, like it's not.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Imagine seeing painted full thing in you all three characters. Right. Nah, i them dudes. <laughs>
1: You gotta, you know, and then also think about like, were you doing your most original work? Were you? Were you really being the best of this that you could be? (laughs) Oh,
0: I I love all about this. I, uh, (laughs) low key, I used, uh, when I worked uh, in sales, uh, selling chips, I remember. Like you know, you know, we, we sold chips all across the the U.S., but I was specifically worked out of the Queens, uh, depot, and mm-hmm. they put up banners. You know, whenever like your depot was number one in the area, um, and specifically when you were number one in the country, huge deal. They had like a hundred and like eighty depots all over the U.S., servicing you know different cities. So, the Queens depot had the number one uh in um, potato chip sales in the whole U S for like four years in a row in like the late nineties. And like, I remember like, yo, that's incredible. Like they did work, you know, 98, 99. Uh, it was like 97 to like 2000 every year. They outsold every other like uh, uh depot and it wasn't just like volume. It was like percent to plant. So like, mm. they were really crushing it. So like, you know, I remember like just being real impressed, trying to find out what happened. But I, you know, I, I was I was like years removed from that, so I couldn't figure out. I wasn't working there back then. And finally, this OG dude comes up to me. He's like, "Yo, that shit is bullshit, man." <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I'm like, "What you talking about?" He's like, "They ain't have no sales strategy. The reason they sold so many chips is because that was after Giuliani got in office." And all these old drug dealers said, I need a real job. So they just Um, hired a whole bunch of OGs and they just started doing the same business, but but they just sold chips. chips. And he's like, it was a double whammy. He's like, you had all these really talented salespeople that had a real job that was calculating their sales, A, and B, they were the first salespeople ever that wasn't scared to go into the stores in the hood. Holy shit. So they were selling like, you know, they weren't just selling chips into like a store that had chips before. They was going into neighborhoods that had like one store and saying, yo, we going to open up. And they would (laughs) open up like every bodega in East New York and Brownsville. And these are neighborhoods that like, you know, they would ignore before. So they were like, yo, they were crushing.
1: (laughs) where is Scorsese to make this movie?
0: He's like, yo, all these dudes, they just went legit because they realized I can make 150 racks selling chips completely on the books. They can't fire me because they scared to go to my block when I'm on vacation. Right. And fill up my rack. So this is my joint. So like, they straight up ran like these neighborhoods for years on some chip shit. (laughs) 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 <laughs> it was wild so like i was like yo like you for real he's like yo watch because this was when i was a rookie so like mm-hmm. my job as a rookie was to cover people on vacation and he's like whenever one of those routes go on vacation they're gonna the it's gonna be the only time you'll notice that the manager won't uh sit you down with the driver because they don't want to hear what you really have to do to fill up those racks but the the driver that's there, you'll notice, is always an OG. It's a dude that's been on that route 15 years, because mm. no one else could run it, because they from that neighborhood. <laughs> and he's going to tell you some crazy shit. And you ain't going to believe it, but I'm telling you, it's the real thing you have to do to sell chips. So he'll be like, yo, listen, this store, you know what I mean? You're going to make the delivery, but you ain't going to go into the store. You're going to go into his apartment. He lives two <laughs> blocks away. You're going to drop off the chips there, you know? And it was just <laughs> it was craziness. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's definitely not in the rule book. The address can't be put into the computer. And he's like, yo, if you go to the store and you go there, you drop off chips and you collect cash, you're going to get robbed. Don't do it. I'm telling you straight up. You got to go to this. Go to this address. His his wife is going to open up the door. She's going to give you some soup. And she's going to pay you. Just drop off the chips. It was craziness. Shy. But it, they they knew their area. And they knew their business. So they were doing legit business, but it was in a way that like corporate yeah. America would never be like, oh yeah, that's proper. We could put that in the route book.
1: You know, Holy like, crap. But yeah, that's oh, amazing.
0: Yeah. And it, it made me like really appreciate uh, the the fact that there's like this whole subset of people that we dismiss as society. Like mm-hmm. those are really talented salespeople. They figured out the Absolutely. Of their customers and their community and they did something that there's no way you could convince a manager hey this is the right thing and you put it in the book especially if that manager had to like send it up the corporate chain like imagine those emails yo uh listen <laughs> on uh this route you know what i mean uh <laughs> it was wild shit so he was like uh like there was another route where like uh like to pay for the chips uh to get the delivery in we had to give away two bags of chips out front and he was like, that's my watch, dude. Like, he he makes sure my truck don't get robbed. So oh, like, okay. Gotcha. Like, I give him two bags unquestioned. <laughs> and he's like, you know, so, like, in his inventory, he's like, I used to tell my boss, hey, listen, I need two bags, and I give them away. He's like, you can't give away bags. it's you know? so against policy. So I just stopped telling him. I just write them off as damaged bags. So I'm telling Beautiful. you, this is what you got to do. You know, just damage out two bags. Say that they got popped. I don't care but if you don't give this dude two bags, you will not have a truck by the end <laughs> of today. <the> <laughs> so. <laughs> so he's like, and, and straight, he was straight up by, he's like, he's like, I'm telling you G like, yo, you go out there, you will be on this street for like seven stores in a row. And you're going to be in and out of this truck. I promise you that truck will be gone at some point in your delivery process. Unless you give him oh, chips. Give him chips. I ain't saying he robs you. I'm just saying he knows the people that do, and so, he don't stop and him. He'll, he won't stop him if you don't give him them, them bags. So yo, just get it out the way. But he's a, a, again brilliant, like shit that I thought was like really impressive. So yeah, much much respect to the to the former OGs <laughs> that became OGs in the new new place. <laughs> wow, <laughs> everywhere. I love them dudes.
1: Oh boy. They really could teach you, uh, teach you a few things on monster.com.
0: <laughs> Russell Wilson of Sierra to host a COVID vaccine TV special. Uh, the couple will host together uh, to educate America and hope, uh, hopefully uh, get the uh, COVID vaccines uh, spread out to more people. Um, this is supposed to take place on NBC's roll up your sleeve special on Sunday. Um the star-studded show will feature huge stars, including Barack Obama, Joe Biden, Charles Barkley, Shaquille O'Neal, um, and uh, Dr. Fauci will all be making appearances. Of the course, band. yeah, my man, out here, yo, yo, Fauci, yeah. low key, like his brand is strong,
1: yo, my man. Did you really- see? I saw a picture of him on the shade room. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, oh, "Man, he'll go everywhere."
0: Yo, he out. Like, I can't knock that dude. He is really knock. out in these streets.
1: Mm-mm.
2: I mean,
0: he'll ride
1: out with those chip dudes. I mean, if you let him,
0: <laughs> you yeah, let he's an old Yeah, I, I do these deliveries with you. Let's yeah. <laughs> Shouts <laughs> to Dr. Fauci. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Spread the word. I'm glad this, is, you know, this is happening. It's taking place. It's a good cause. Um, but yeah, more than 30. Uh, million cases of COVID in the U S uh, to date. So, you know, let's keep getting this uh, vaccine out there. Uh, 66 million Americans so far, uh, roughly 20% of the population has been fully vaccinated. Uh, to date. Okay. I kind of like the direction we're going in. Let's keep it moving. Uh, dodge that Johnson and Johnson shit for
1: now. (laughs) All right. Yeah. Just be careful out there, but yeah, 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 yeah.
0: (laughs) Uh, The Simpsons star Hank Azaria, uh, He is in the news. Uh, He's the guy that voiced the Pooh on The Simpsons for years. Says he feels guilty after ditching the role, um, but that he feels more guilty about the encounters he's had with Indian American people since. Um, Yeah, basically, uh, for those of y'all that don't know, like a documentary came out. uh, What was Homeboy that that, did? Hari Kondabolu. Yeah, he did a really awesome documentary, The Problem with the Pooh. And um, he confronted Hank in the documentary who... Why he was understanding, uh, did not really get why his voice was problematic initially. Uh, but eventually the Simpsons, uh, replaced him as a as the voice of a Apu on it, and it took him another two years to realize what was wrong with his part.
1: Yeah, uh, to like really, uh, to like really get it. Yeah. Um, the series creator Matt Groening, uh, is just like, I don't see what the problem is. <laughs> <laughs> which is just ugh i mean i am i'm i'm a child of the simpsons right uh they started when i was in high school and so m- much of my a, a lot of my brain was firming up around the time that the simpsons uh started or whatever so i got a lot of it shoved in me and yeah. i definitely am just like yeah that's not a that's not a good look um Uh, I know at the time we didn't realize it or acknowledge it, but you got to acknowledge it now. And even in Hank Azaria, even was just like, I mean, I guess, but I don't, that's not what we meant. And it's like, well, it doesn't mean, you know what I mean? Just the conversations that we've been having for the past year have been actually going on a lot longer. And I wonder if it's been this past year that has really kind of made him become more and more apologetic and and feeling guilty um because you know he's saying that now that he he feels like the quote is quote part of me feels like i need to go to every single indian person in this country and personally apologize and sometimes i do <laughs> end quote um he described an interaction he had with an indian teen who was apparently in tears as he told a longtime simpson star that poo had a has had a a devastating effect on him and his community at large. Um, You know, I mean, how many times do you need kids to come up to you and say that once the topic has been broached? (laughs) You know what I mean? I feel like you should, like, oh, oh, what I don't think a lot of uh, white Americans uh, really understand is how much shit... Black and brown people let slide. Do you know what I Mm. mean? There's a lot of shit that we let slide on the... I'm just going to keep it moving shit. And lately, we have not been letting it slide as much. And uh, and it is an affront (laughs) to them. They feel like it is a personal attack. And it's like, no, 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 no. We just... Are, are are talking now we're literally now we're letting you know but this has actually been a problem for a long time right uh and we're not just making this up we just needed to get along and now we're tired of doing that you've got us to a breaking point now and we're tired of doing that and uh so i feel like it was just a whole thing of like well i mean no one's ever said anything before and <laughs> it's like well oh how many God. times do you need it said to you like, it's it's wild. It's wild. So, you know, I don't necessarily feel for him. Um, uh, but, you know, I also am not going to stop watching Old Simpsons. <laughs> I, you know, I don't know what you want. I don't know what you want from me. Hey. I, I know it's bad. But, like, it's just, it's just wild to me that uh, white people are, are – I'm thinking of Matt Groening now, who's just like, I don't see what the problem is. And it's like, yeah, you never did.
0: Yeah, I mean – when, when you were, you know, half a billion dollars, you kind of get to, you know, Yeah, speak what you, you get want, to not and know. Unfortunately, you also get to not know what's really happening in the world. Like, you're, you're desensitized, and you feel like you can talk about anything, and no, one, no penalties will happen to you. Um, Hank, I definitely think, is feeling it, because as much as, like, he is successful, that was a loss of work.
1: That was a loss of work, and that he's the... He was literally the voice. So no one's going up to Matt Groening and saying, Hey, your decision to have this character on this show made it hard for me and my whole community. Uh, no one's going up to Matt Groening and saying that yeah. because he probably has a huge bubble built around him so that no one is able to like cartoon style. Right. But <laughs> you, you're you going to be able nervous. to run into <laughs> Hank Azaria on the street and you can go to him and it's much more personal for him because he supplied the voice. Yeah. So it's just like, Hey man, you know how you voice that thing? So he's probably just like flogging himself. Like I'm so sorry. And it's like, you don't, I don't know if you necessarily have to do all of that because I don't know if that's ever going to make some people feel better. But definitely let others know um, that this is an issue and do your part to make sure that it is. I, I would like for him to be more of just like, overall we need to stop doing this and instead of like i feel terrible all the time because these people are telling me i'm the worst and i'm not the worst am i and it's like that's not the issue right right the issue isn't how you feel hank the issue is how can you use your power the power that you have to let others who have an equal amount of power know not to do that shit oh Like, how do you make those changes? He has the power in some way to be heard as someone who's gone through this. He could do that. But I, I, you know what I mean? It's like, I'm sorry it's tough for you, but I also don't need to hear about how tough it is for the white man <laughs> who did a poo's voice. And now he's got people telling him that it's tough. And he's like, oh, I just feel so. No, stop crying. No motherfucker. I don't care. <laughs> Yeah, every time something like this comes
0: up, I always think about Michael Vick. Like, that dude, Mm. his apology was genuine, consistent, Mm -hmm. and then he moved on to the message of, like, yo, I messed up, I learned more, and now what can we do to make uh, animal treatment uh, better? Like, he figured out what was... he, He did the initial apology, it felt genuine, it was consistent, but then he moved on to... Actually, putting into action what he was saying, so I think that's what Hank needs to do here. Um Yeah, I think that. I think that makes the most sense. But uh, yeah,
1: so I mean, like we get that you're sorry, but what else are you going to do about it? Yeah, just yeah. telling, just telling Dax Shepherd that you feel bad all the time is not enough.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I'm yeah, with yeah. that. Yeah, F- figure know. that out, Hank.
1: Yeah, yeah, Dax Shepherd. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh Oh, man yeah he was scheduled to be on the show next week shot yeah i'm sure we
1: are that's the thing i'm like i bet i bet you anything i'm gonna i'm gonna (laughs) walk to the to the laundromat and he's gonna be for some reason in bushwick just like hey i heard you were Uh, whatever
0: (laughs) uh finally uh new york parent seeks okay to marry their own adult child okay so he's gonna be a success in hollywood um, <laughs> I take.
1: I don't under. Okay, go ahead. Keep talking. <laughs> I don't. I try. I already, my mind is blown. I don't understand what's happening.
0: A New Yorker who wants to marry their own adult offspring is suing to overturn laws barring the incestuous practice, calling it a matter of
1: individual autonomy. Okay, already. Wow. Um, already? I'm upset. Obs- what? Wow.
0: Uh, uh, all right. This is wild legal papers give only the barest picture of the would-be newlyweds failing to identify their gender, ages, hometowns or the nature of their relationship Uh, the parent uh, argues in a Manhattan federal court claim uh, on April 1st Uh, through the enduring bond of marriage two persons, whatever relationship they might otherwise have with one another can find greater level of expression intimacy and spirituality the parent argued Uh,
1: (laughs) Wow! Wait, what is the? What does the child say? What does the not the child? What what does their kid say? Does their kid also want to get married? Yeah,
0: I'm, I'm trying to find a quote. Like I feel like we never gonna hear from this kid.
1: Yeah, in many ways, I feel like we're <laughs> never going to hear from this kid. Um, that is wild. That's wild. There, like are... I don't even.
0: What is going? On?
1: Why can't you just? I mean, do you not have any cousins? <laughs> Why you got to go straight to your kid? There are ways around this. Like, we've established ways. Cause second cousins. Third co- Whatever. Like, but your
0: own kid? This, this mm. like, when I read this, I, like, I felt like I right, clearly, this quarantine has gone long enough. Like. <laughs> <laughs> we need to be out and about. Yeah, like, if this is, like, you saying, yo, there's no one else I've met. And you do it like you got to get outside. You got to see other. There's so many other options. Yeah, so many more people. Um,
1: I uh, I I don't. This feels like um, one person who has perhaps an issue, uh, and for some reason this got picked up by news. <laughs> and and I don't know. I mean d- my, my favorite
0: quote of the article is uh from uh, NYU law professor Sylvia Law. Uh the post asks her about it and she says, I don't think there's a big popular movement. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that is awesome. <laughs> uh, I do think uh, that as long as we've kept records, there have been cases. It's an area where I think most people would say the government has a right to make the rules, even if they don't apply to every situation. Uh, but, yeah, I, I the closest you can come is Woody Allen. And that wasn't his daughter. It was an adopted child whom he never adopted and it still turns people's stomach uh said uh manhattan family and matrimonial law attorney eric werbel um um, this was after he said very clearly it's never gonna fly
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah this isn't gonna no one's gonna let you marry your like i'm sorry you're just gonna have to i guess you're just gonna have to live in sin (laughs) 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 i'm sorry that you can't make it legal in front of God and the judge and everybody, I guess you're just gonna have to cohabitate. Yo, I'm 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 real,
0: real, real pro like rapper shit when they be like, yeah, only God could judge me. Nah, we can judge you on this. <laughs> no, rap. yeah, yeah. Rip. We're
1: absolutely we're yeah, let us slide we'll in with that. a little bit of judgment.
0: <laughs> this is just uh not not peace at all. I, I can't I, I I can't understand the logic of it. Like, I feel like once when you see someone grow up, you don't see them that way
1: at all. Right. Like Uh, that's, that should be the case. But then sometimes there's a little something loose in the noggin and you, you see things a a different way. And, uh, and I, I, I mean, look, I don't, Yeah, no, I'm sorry. I was gonna be like, look, to each his own, but nah, you can keep you can you can miss me with that shit. There's no way. (laughs) There's no (laughs) way. And if you wanna do it, do it. Don't tell me. Let it let it be a surprise that we discover on an episode of Law and Order S V U. (laughs) but otherwise I don't let's not, it don't need to be in front of the Lord. I mean, if the love is that strong, you don't need a piece of paper, right? (laughs) And you're already related. So as far as like next of kin is concerned, you're good. So like you really, it's already built in. It's already built into the existing relationship. (laughs) So if you want to make it creepy, that's on you, but you don't have to get more paperwork to do so.
0: Yeah, I, I this was unnecessary. Uh, I def see the Law and Order, like uh, SVU, produ- like writers like just like
1: yeah, <laughs> absolutely
0: rubbing the, their hands together like yeah, this y- is dope. Yeah, the the
1: bird <laughs> the Birdman hand rub absolutely for this one. Hey,
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: this is definitely episode in the making um uh this was a uh, an article as well as the one with uh the woman with the long nails yeah um that that were uh submitted by uh john strand yeah shouts uh, to john
0: strand <laughs> for creeping us out today uh <laughs> <laughs> he's i don't know <laughs> john you could definitely send in more stuff but uh i'm also real curious like what are you googling like what, yeah what? <laughs> how are you these are you okay yeah, take a moment me, like, how does this, I, because I'm on CNN all the time. i never seen this. New York Post, I check it. I don't see this. He found both of these. Um, yeah, I don't know what your <laughs> settings are set to, but uh, we getting it's different very... reports. So, uh, yeah, it's very interesting. Definitely but... knows my way. Uh, thank you, John. <laughs> but that was wild. That was a roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, that was something.
0: <laughs> well, uh, if you uh, have equally disturbing uh, things <laughs> to send in, please uh, DM us directly at Silky Jumbo at Gastar or IG at Twitter. Uh, if you're a fan of the show, please uh, like and subscribe. Apple listeners always appreciate your ratings. Uh, five stars is what you should do. Four stars. Um, you know, I, I don't even know what to tell you. Like,
1: yeah, what are we doing? Why are you messing around?
0: Don't mess with the algorithm, B. Yeah, you know what I mean.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, uh, uh, thank you so much for listening. This has been a bonus episode of the War Report. My name is Gaston Monte. Always with the Homie Chale Sharp. Catch y'all next week.
2: Peace. the dark gun smoke fills your nose but the violence starts once the guns go cold a prayer in the dark lord let me grow old cause the block gets hot. once the guns go cold, cold
0: catch y'all next week peace <laughs>